everybody. Welcome to the number one heart-to-heart <laughs> podcast on the internet. It was murder. We're here to ask the most important question that no one has asked yet. Is heart-to-heart a good show? I'm Eric Blood. I am the nostalgic acquaintance. Mm, I'm Elanito. I'm the devoted lover. I'm Joe Garber, and I'm the dubious virgin. And we are going to be discussing episode three of Heart to Heart. Technically episode two. I, I don't want to do that, though. It's episode fucking three of Heart mm. to Heart called... Passport's Murder. September 29th, 1979. The hearts south of the border boating holiday turns Jonathan and Jennifer into desperate fugitives on the run from Mexican police and a gang of drug dealers. That's oh. not true. There's not a gang of drug dealers. No, I wouldn't say that. Well, it's a gang of cops. Not fully true. It's Mexican police drug <laughs> dealers. Well, anyways. I do love, though, um, that the, that synopsis that's written down is like this languid romantic thing that's like really well written and eloquent. And ours is like a person has a gun to our heads and it's like, <laughs> what happened in that episode? Tell me now or you die. And we're just like, oh, oh my man, God. this, yeah, this, this. Oh God. Who's starting the round? You're starting. Joe, Joe starts this one. Okay. The gang sails down to Mexico to eat fancy food and eat at fancy restaurants and get dressed up nicely. Their um, captain of the ship they sail down on, they're in Baja, and he get, runs gets in trouble with um, the drug cartel for some reason, and they threaten his family, and they try to force him to uh, mule drugs back across the border, or they're going to kill his family. Um then he gets drunk, but he's an alcoholic, so he doesn't get drunk often. So he falls down some stairs. He goes to the hospital, and Jonathan and Jennifer Hart to solve this. For some reason, they go buy drugs. They have like optimum chances to change out of their formal wear, but they decide not to do that. They get arrested by the Mexican police. They beat the shit out of an innocent guard to get out of jail. And then they, the only murder in the episode is when they murder two people in a helicopter. One of them being the drug dealer, who's also a police, a Mexican police officer and his boss, who I think was maybe just an innocent police officer. And that's the episode. And then they're on a boat. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That was concise. Did I do it? Uh. (laughs) Oh, I feel like this is where I'm going to run out of time. All right, here we go. Jonathan, Jennifer, and Max uh, meet up with Jonathan's buddy and former shipmate from the Korean War, Clint Riley, and they all go on a seven-day fishing trip to Mexico. Um, they dock on the last night, and, they, and Clint Riley's all like, oh, I'm going to buy you guys dinner. And they're like, oh, okay, we're going to go change. We'll meet you at the restaurant. And Clint Riley's like, okay. And then a guy that we've never seen before gets on the boat, and he's like, guess what? You're going to meet me, and you're going to be a drug mule. I have your family, whatever, whatever. And Clint Riley's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And everyone's like, oh, Clint Riley doesn't drink. He doesn't drink. That happens multiple times before this event happens and then next thing we know clint riley's drinking jmb scotch um in his room and he's super wasted then he comes down to the restaurant and then he falls down some stairs and he goes to the hospital and then jennifer and jonathan go to the drug meal thing oh wait there's a drug meal thing that you think is a prostitute in the beginning anyways it's not a prostitute it's a drug meal so there's a guy in a phone booth who calls the hearts and threatens them and he's like meet me outside two hours outside of town and blah blah, blah and i'm gonna give you some drugs and they're like okay that sounds really good and they go and they give him fifty thousand dollars and then he gives them a cigar box of what might be heroin or what might be cocaine and jennifer knows because she wrote an article on drug abuse and she's like that's not flour it's heroin or something and so then a helicopter comes and oh shit <laughs> and that's the end of the episode <laughs> and that's the end of the episode <laughs> do you want to do you want to uh, do another try i feel like i can't get the plot of this one into a minute it's, it's a lot it's tough it's tough 
Eric, uh, I think this one might be on you. I'm going to try. I'm gonna try. <laughs> okay, because I, I can't do it. I'm out. I'm out. I, I fold. Disqualified. I'm disqualified. <laughs> okay. Which is a relief to me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, Jonathan, and Max get on their yacht romance with their yeah. friend and Captain Riley, who doesn't drink and can't toast with water, uh, on a little trip to Mexico. On their night out, they are going to get dressed up fancy to go eat chips and salsa in a very fancy gourmet <laughs> restaurant uh, when Clint is visited by an ugly little man who says that we're going to kill his family if he doesn't mule drugs back to Los Angeles. Clint immediately downs a bottle of J&B scotch, falls around at the restaurant, then falls down a flight of stairs, amazingly ends up in the hospital. Jonathan and Jennifer go to check it out. And thanks to Jennifer's know-how from an article she wrote on drug trafficking, she knows that it's either cocaine or heroin, but she doesn't know what it is. Um, they buy $50,000 worth of drugs from the Mexican police. They are then arrested by the Mexican police. And uh, then they escape the Mexican police and are chased by a helicopter and they get away. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Okay. That was terrific. I feel like we all, amazing. we kind of all skipped over like the, the big part, the big chunk of the episode was just them running around handcuffed together. Yeah. Though. Which was, yeah. It was okay. the funnest part. Yeah. I, okay. No I know this is strip tease. <laughs> I know this is one of your favorite oh, episodes. Yeah. So I know you like it. I really liked this episode too. Yes. You liked it too, right? I, I love it. Yeah. That. It was, it was fun. Like it, it brought, uh, action mm -hmm. into it mm -hmm. that was kind of missing from the previous episode. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still a little upset with Jennifer. the lack of quippy dialogue that was in the pilot. Like the pilot really played up Jennifer being like a super Dorothy Parkery, clevery, you know, whippersnapper. And that's kind of gone now. And I, I'm just praying that it comes back. I know that it won't come back in full like Gilmore Girls for us, but I, right. I'm hoping that it comes back in at least pilot episode levels. Uh, do you, I wonder, do you guys have any idea how long they had to write each of these episodes? Like were they writing them in like a week? Um, I actually don't know that. I wonder. I, I never know how that works. I feel like some of them seem like they wrote them in about 20 minutes. Yeah, totally. Well, considering they had to do 24 episodes a season, yeah. like, you know, at least 10 of those episodes were like, hey, Johnny, you want to give it a shot? You know, yeah. you <laughs> or or Enid, we have a we have an episode of Quincy that we couldn't use. So make it into heart to heart. Yeah, totally. Yeah. May he change Quincy to freeway and make it into heart to heart. Oh, there was no freeway in this episode, by the way, which I was I was pissed about. There's zero freeway. Zero at all. Zero freeway. I would be really worried if uh, freeway was on a boat. That would make me really nervous. Oh, that would be. They could have easily taken him, though. He would have been boat. fine on the boat. Yeah, that's weird that they didn't it, take him. It's. I, I mean, I, I don't know if this is about distrusting boats or the sea or dogs or whatever. <laughs> it makes me tense when people have dogs on boats. And but I know people have dogs on boats all the time. Mm -hmm. It also makes me tense when dogs are in the back of pickup trucks. Um, I don't like it when dogs like are in the back either. of pickup trucks. I don't let Eric roll the windows down very far when Boba's in the back. Yeah, like of our, our giant dog is gonna. <laughs> She's our gonna our like giant little dog rocket out of the back. Rocket from the car. Yeah. Like, oh, a snack. Oh, snacks. <laughs> just, just promise me if you guys go on a boat, please. If you need to take boat, don't 
don't tell me about it. Okay. I'm not a I'm not a boat fan. Yeah, like, so I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think we'll be on a boat anytime You're no soon. Clint Riley. Unless it's romance, I will get on romance. Clint Riley. Um, I so, am Clint Riley in the fact that I will just down a bottle of whiskey whenever I feel like it. Yeah. And fall down the flight of stairs. That fall Backwards. was spectacular. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. great. Yeah. And he was just out the rest of the episode, right? Yeah. He gone. didn't die, though. No. Yeah. He's <laughs> and then, like ass over tea kettle down those stairs. Uh-huh. And then Max was like, at the end, he's like, they were bluffing. I, that is that my favorite like part solution. of the entire thing is like, no, nope, his family was never in jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> it was entirely a bluff. It sort of makes, did anybody else get a weird sense that like, did Max just invent all of this? Is this like <laughs> a dream that, that movie, the game or something like did Clint <laughs> Riley pay to have this experience? I, I want like a, I want a parallel episode. Do you remember that Buffy episode, the Zeppo, I think where, where it's a Xander episode and yes. the, the rest of the gang is like doing the end of the world. And mm-hmm. he's just riding around with that, that dude who's resurrecting his brother. Yeah. I want a Max episode just like that, where it's it's this plot. Like, <laughs> as soon as they leave the restaurant and they're at the hospital, if they leave the hospital, I want to follow Max for the rest of the time. And he's he's going to Tijuana just to see to what meet he did. some girl that he because he says like I know a lady in Tijuana who can fix the phones and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So he was all fucking in Tijuana. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Max, Max's life. I mean, it does come back later in the in later episodes in the show. Like we get glimpses of more glimpses of Max's former life, and some people like Ooh, reappear. I like that they they uh, come and revisit Max. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like that weird thing where like the vaudeville guy comes for the butler in Downton Abbey. <laughs> don't yeah, don't know Downton Downton. I never Downton. finished Downton. I'm not a Downton head. Well, uh, sorry. Spoiler alert: One of the butlers was a vaudeville superstar. <laughs> I, I do, I do, I think I got that far. Pretty so sure that far. this episode started with a very cartoonishly scared-looking woman walking oh down God. the hallway. Did you she, laugh when you saw mm-hmm. her face? Like she was just—was she overacting? Is she that was like looking on? left and right constantly. Yeah, it was really bizarre. And clutching her her shawl. Uh-huh. Yeah, the outfit is bizarre, certainly because she's dressed sort of like. A cake topper, like a racist <laughs> cake topper of a woman. Uh-huh. And like with the big crinoline, you know, like the petticoat and stuff. Yes. And like she's where she's, I don't know. The, the one thing that I thought was sort of clever was they kind of set it up to make you think that the creepy dude in like the filthy apartment is a John and she's yeah. Yeah. a prostitute. Prostitute, right? But in reality, the creepy guy in the filthy apartment is a drug dealer yeah. yes i was hoping that sh- that that belt around her waist was filled with explosion juice but <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately no such luck uh, totally different episode cocaine so yeah the, or was it heroin <laughs> no, uh, what does jennifer was, say jennifer's like i can't tell if it's cocaine or heroin but i'll tell you one thing it sure ain't white flour uh, yeah. you could why didn't she just say sugar Arb. like <laughs> why, didn't she, why didn't she just say flour like who's like oh you're like what kind of flour does she mean that doesn't look like rye flour that's when um <laughs> jonathan and jennifer find their way back to this apartment that we start in to like discover what's going on with their ship captain and at <laughs> first she's like don't touch anything 
<laughs> and then they and touch we everything. were like, why? And then they proceed to touch everything in the room so much. Like they're like cartoonishly just like fingers everywhere. Right. She's like playing with the scale and she's like, yeah. this is evidence of dope or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. She sets the and scale yeah. up. Yeah, like she like she's like, here, yeah. this she's is how like, they this measure how it. it works. Yeah. Then, she, then she weighs out five grams and they get super high. <laughs> <laughs> I that would have been fucking great. Oh my God. I wish it would. I wish she would have said, I don't know if it's heroin or cocaine. And Jonathan went, well, let me see. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just totally. rubs it on his gums. Yes. Well, that scene contains one of my favorite uh, things ever from TV and movies where somebody is is dead, which is the body falling out yes. of the closet or yes. whatever uh, uh-huh. on top of someone else. Um, it is weird that she says don't touch anything because they're just like in the alley or something when she says don't touch anything it's like is jonathan like known for just laying his mitts all over <laughs> shit in an alley he would be and there's also the set is really weird because yes. there's just weird um very tiny light bulbs uh-huh. which i don't know if that indicates like that it's a bad neighborhood because people can't afford full-size light bulbs or something <laughs> but ever all the lighting in the dope uh slash fake prostitution apartment they're all really tiny, almost like they're like Christmas lights or I don't know. It's very weird. So my biggest confusion being the dubious virgin from the episode, and I think you guys probably are confused too, is like to solve what was going on with their captain, they decided to spend $50,000 on drugs. Like yes, they, mm-hmm. they like put the boat up for yeah. Jonathan was arguing with that banker. I think he was to get mm-hmm. money to, mm-hmm. to buy drugs from the cartel how I don't understand why that was like the the process of like figuring out what was going on. Do you guys get that? It's because they needed to. I did have like question mark, um, but it's because they believe that Clint Riley's family is in danger, and so they want to follow through with this drug exchange because they think that if they don't, Clint Riley's family is going to get murdered or something. Okay, but then okay, so okay, they got a phone call when they were at. The ugly old man's, he wasn't old, I'm sorry. The ugly man's uh, drug hole. They were, they got a phone call. Jonathan got a phone call. Mm -hmm. From the the phone booth drug lord. Yes. And I guess that guy said, you have to buy $50,000 worth of cocaine (laughs) from me. Right. Tonight in the middle of nowhere. So they drive in their station wagon (laughs) to the middle of nowhere (laughs) where Jonathan very weirdly throws a, a oh, uh, just like of, he threw just, the space hammer, just like the space hammer. Did you notice he that? He throws this packet of money like like he's hand. like he's yes. ja- like it's a jab or yeah. something, mm-hmm. and, and the it guy shoots it, and the guy straight. catches it without even moving his hand. Like <laughs> Jonathan throws funny, but very accurately. Like he's <laughs> they shot it by pulling it out of his hand with a string, and then <laughs> and then they shot they did the same thing with the other guy, yeah, but then filmed it in reverse. It. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. it just goes straight out and then straight into the guy's hand. When Jonathan catches the drugs. It's very similar. I mean, he literally like just <laughs> just flips flips up the palm of his hand to face that guy, and the drugs just appear in uh-huh. the palm of his hand. And then there's that moment where you think like, I think Jennifer's going to try the drugs. Oh, <laughs> yes. Kind of goes. Yes. She makes, because he, he looks at her since she wrote that article on drug abuse and she knows how to put together the dope scale, right? He looks at her to be like, is it real? Is it real? Uh-huh. And she kind of acts like she's about to rip that bag open and just like, ah, like modern problems it or something. But 
<laughs> she put together that drug scale pretty fast. She sure did. Fingers this is how it works. All the stuff on that table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, this means dope. Yeah. So my favorite, <laughs> my favorite shot in the episode. This is okay. So far, this has been the least attractive episode <laughs> mm-hmm. of the show. Like there was not a blue to be seen and not a green either. But uh, mm-hmm. there were a couple moments. Oh, but the music in this episode. Mm-hmm. was stellar. It was great. The music was stellar. Yeah. It it really did so much of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Uh I loved I fucking love the music in this show. That theme song, I don't care how many different variations they play it. That band rules. Yeah. That theme song is great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Anyway, my favorite shot in the episode was right after the drug lords leave and then a, a helicopter appears out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And as it lands, this cop is silhouetted in front of it. The overhead shot. I thought you were, that's not the shot I thought you were going to say. I what I love the shot where there it's from the point of view of the helicopter. It's that is a, a good very shot. X, X-Files moment. It is. Where they're in the spotlight of, of the thing and like kind of just squinting up at the Yes. The, and the red dress and the tuxedo. Ooh, yeah. The red dress and tuxedo looked stellar throughout like i i really loved the way that looked which they really didn't mm-hmm. have to be wearing like they had ample opportunity to change out of those clothes they really did like there was but a whole hearts and that's yeah. why they have to wear yeah. those they have to wear those clothes mm-hmm. um can we talk about the jail scene <laughs> we must we have to fucking talk about the jail scene it was pretty great this was a, this was pretty fun and a little disturbing because that woman was just trying to do her job and she totally. was just she, like yeah, no. an innocent She's just police eating, officer. eating lunch, yeah. And they beat or the dinner, shit out. She was crunching hard on okay. that. Okay, <laughs> that tortilla was the and loudest was tortilla. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I don't know. Was it a tortilla? Like, I, I was distracted because I was, like, so uncomfortable it, with how they were talking about her that then I was like, what's she eating? And so I could see that there were some, there were some beans. Yeah. And then something that looked like a rolled up, something rolled up in a tortilla. But what she was eating was neither of those things. No, it was rocks. It was also very, obviously. very crunchy. It was yeah. super crunchy. She was just rolling rocks around in her mouth. They like made sure to do a crunch sound effect every time she put something in her mouth. Yeah, she like had a drink yeah. of water and it was like... The worst ASMR yeah. video ever. Or the greatest, my God. Like it was a fat joke? Do you think that's what it was? Uh, the idea? I don't know. And they, I are, feel they, like... gave, they gave a slight, uh, a slight like body shamey joke. Yeah. His ironic <laughs> comment of despite her delightful appearance she's really tough or something like that oh right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah said that to them Mm -hmm. well and i think we can yeah i think we should say her name her name is maria maria oh maria oh okay yeah i didn't remember that we just beat up a girl a guard named maria (laughs) (laughs) beat up a guard named maria they beat the fuck out of her so they probably killed her it was so unnecessary i mean like they clothesline her with the manacles that plan that plan it makes sense to do it they jennifer is like oh i i know exactly how we can do this Uh uh-huh Right. Let's make a porn movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Smile at her while I undress you and then pat water on your chest. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I'm going to drag you him. into the corner and kiss you and until like, she shows up to stop them, I guess. To like, stop them from making there, out? I want if they should have, there should have been a thing where it was like <laughs> no sex in the cell. <laughs> yeah. No hanky panky. Yeah. Cause she just like goes in there defenselessly and then they clothesline her. They roll, they all roll around on the bed for a little a minute. They do roll around a bit. And then Jennifer smashes her over the head with a vase. And then she says, I hit her, which is the greatest line in the episode. Actually, there's two Jennifer lines in this episode because she always says stuff that I love. 
and then fixate on. And so she smashes Maria over the back of the head with the jug from the water basin, right? Uh And then she announces, I hit her. Moments later, they are being shot at by Aguirre while they swim across the pond, and she you really just Jonathan. White, you just white manned his name. Aguira. Are we gonna, That's we're gonna, what John, how Jonathan says it, right? I'm going to say his name differently every Aguira. time we say it. Aguira. Aguira. I Jonathan it. I don't know. Aguira. My name is Akira. So they're swimming, and he's shooting at them, and she yells, Jonathan, he's shooting at us. I just thought of a third thing she says that I really love, is which it? is when they burst into the other fake sheriff's house or i guess he's just a corrupt sheriff uh-huh. and the door slams behind her and so he wakes up and she goes damn it <laughs> but I I, love... what i expected her to say was oh no jonathan the door slammed my favorite thing she ever that she said in the episode was jonathan don't you ever wonder how it is we always manage to get into these things no oh, i like that it's entirely your own doing like you you guys always get yourself into these things yeah Totally. Just by sheer will and white privilege. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, they were at fault. They were like, this wasn't like, they were escaping this prison, but the, the prison sentence they got was like not a mistake or like they were there because they tried to buy $50,000 worth of drugs. Like they weren't there as like a, an evil ploy by the cartel. They were there because they did something illegal in Mexico. And but they, they knew were, it was a setup. But it was a setup. Jonathan knew it was a setup because the cop was there immediately. And then oh. the cop didn't go after the guy with the money. Oh, right. okay, okay. Um, so he was Agira, Aquira. <laughs> My name is Akira. The sheriff. Uh, we needed to, the sheriff. Was was he part of the cartel then? Yes. Oh. Yes. No one's no one's safe in this. That's something I didn't I have, realize. I have a question that I really want an answer to. Mm-hmm. Why did the music during Jonathan's strip tease? Turn into smoke on the water. Oh yeah, mm. like a really because that's the sexiest striptease song. Is ever. that like the man striptease song? Like, I don't think I'm the one who can answer that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good but point. It just really, it really weirded me out that suddenly the music became smoke on the water. I was like, what? How is this a thing? Yeah, it was like probably what they could get the rights to or something. But I don't even know why they needed to get the rights to anything. I think it may have been an inside joke by Mark Snow or something. I don't know. It's also the the whole thing where Jennifer's goading Jonathan into. Yeah. I sort of love that because I feel like there's probably a million shows where the woman, I mean, it, it think of Claudette Colbert, right? And it happened one night where it's like, well, pull up your skirt and then we'll get a ride. You know, like it's a classic trope where it's like the, it's always the woman Mm-hmm. Who's put out there as bait? Yeah, that yeah, was totally. a good. That was a good flip flop. Yes, um, I like that. The thing that ruined it for me was if I was that guard and I would be like, "Ooh, Jonathan is pretty sexy," but then the his wife was staring at her like over his shoulder, like, "Is it working?" With like a big smile on her face, mm-hmm. and it's like that ruins it for me. You need to hide. <laughs> like you need to get under the covers. Less like, sexy. <laughs> yeah, you need to invisible man yourself. Get under it, those well, sheets. It kind of, it goes on for a while yeah. or it feels like it goes on for a while because he legit like is wearing a full tux. Mm-hmm. And by the time the setup for the guard is done, he is shirtless mm-hmm. and Jennifer's like, I guess sprinkling water on him and like 
rubbing his chest. She's just patting water on his chest. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then kissing him. I felt freaked out by seeing Robert Wagner with his shirt off. And maybe I just, it's been a while since (laughs) I've seen that or something, but I felt a little freaked out. It was like highly erotic. It was weird. They're (laughs) chained together. But so the funny thing to me is in Jennifer's mind, does she think that that guard was so horny that she ran into the jail cell to stop them? Like, is that what Jennifer thinks happened? Yes. Because she, uh, that's obviously not what happened (laughs) as a viewer. That guard was just crunching away on that soft tortilla. (laughs) (laughs) And then, they went out, they were out of sight. So she was like, what are you guys up to? Like, I can't see you. So they could have just immediately gone into that corner. They didn't even have to make out or do a strip yeah, they piece at all. Just ducked into the corner. But Jennifer was like, my plan worked. She's so horny that she can't contain herself. And she's running in here to like, <laughs> fuck my husband. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe though, I mean, hasn't everybody had or have a partner where you just think that person is the sexiest person alive. And so you just think like, of course, like, yeah, if that this right is now work. I'm incapable of, <laughs> of understanding um, that there might be people that aren't attracted to this amazing person. Yeah. Um, yes. Although I guess Jonathan's like 1979 handsome dude, right? He's super cute. Oh, when, yeah. as, I think he's when adorable. he smiles, yeah. He becomes so attractive. When he's not yeah. smiling, he looks like one of my dad's friends. Yeah, totally. Like he a just vulnerable. looks he's like a, he's looks a vuncular. Like... Question. Yeah. One of your dad's unmarried friends? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, they get out of jail. Yeah. And then it becomes very romancing the stone. It does it becomes full on romancing the stone. He chops her heels off, which was a of romancing the stone move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I, I loved that. I love that he ripped her dress and she was so pissed about it. And I was like, girl, you knew that dress was going to get fucked up. Yeah. Like, stop, stop. And why are you worried? You're rich. I don't care about this. So, uh, but they, well, end up, I, I could understand if you re- cause that dress is amazing. The dress is great. I, I, I don't, I'm not as huge a fan of the dress. It, the dress I liked was great it. on her. It was a great color. I just don't like draped stuff that much. Well, there was draped stuff in the, in the pilot, but it was like cinched in and belted. Maybe I, she needed a belt. So they end up at a chain gang. Where That's for me one of the weirdest parts in a weird episode. Okay, so you had mm. mentioned how racist this episode was before as kind of a warning and I think I was overly sensitive Me about it. And I and I ended up not feeling nearly as offended as I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, it's not... It wasn't super stereotypy. I mean, I'm also... None of us are Mexican, so I'm, I'm not going to suggest that I know what offends people. But yeah. I didn't find anything terribly offensive. I thought it was great that I thought it was great that Jennifer spoke Spanish really well um, and insisted on speaking Spanish, even though one dude spoke perfectly good English. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It also, when when you're dealing with cops, like they're corrupt. I all cops are bad, and I don't give a fuck about whether they're Mexican cops or not. Like cops are corrupt, so that all was fine with me. The chain gang thing was was a little weird. But it was also like, dude on the chain gang couldn't help them necessarily, but he knew that they were they were not uh, the man, so mm-hmm. he helped them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helped them escape. He pretended and, to have where a they stroke. An axe. I, <laughs> yeah. He pretended right. to have a stroke. Yeah, and that, so that they could run by the the whatever guy, like what are they called? The police officer who was in charge of the chain gang. 
I don't know what they'd be called. Uh, the manager, <laughs> they uh, ran, middle management. <laughs> yeah, middle management. They ran behind his back to the grab oversteer? an axe. Crew yeah. chief, <laughs> and like uh, I had a thought that they would just axe that guy in the head. That, I, I thought it was there. Weren't there like there was like a shovel, an axe, and a and a pickaxe, and a pickaxe. Yeah. And I'm like, you're pickaxe. you're taking the axe, axe. I think I would. Really? Yeah, I think I would. I think I would take the pickaxe. Maybe. I would take it's both. heavier, and you can. Why not take both? Yeah, yeah. that was confusing to me. <laughs> because the how tools could Jennifer... also very clean. The <laughs> tools was... came from the same place as the space hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. The tools later are also very clean and very much look like they come from the same tool factory that the space hammer from episode number one, or as Eric calls it, episode number two, mm-hmm. comes from. There's they go. The guy's like, "Oh, I'm driving a tractor. You speak Spanish in your evening gown. Like, you can use my tools to get out of those handcuffs that, for some reason, I'm not scared about." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they they get like the chisel and the hammer. And for me, I had a moment where I was like, "Wow, that's trust." When mm-hmm. you're just like holding the chisel and someone hits it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's romance. <laughs> yeah. Cause, oh, that's- Cause actually normally the person with the hammer would hold the chisel. Yes. Yeah. You would hold both. Yes. But ju- yeah. so Je- did Jennifer hold the chisel and she, she holds the chisel. Jonathan hammered it. I mean, we've seen his skills with a hammer before, so we know he's pretty accurate. He's with really hammer. good with a hammer, but it, I'm surprised he didn't like <laughs> throw it, throw the, throw the hammer underhanded. And it hit the- it just, just magically swing. hits the chisel. Yeah. It goes straight into like the side of a barn and then bounces. It goes straight back into the <laughs> chain that it's holding them together. That was, that scene was really confusing to me because it was, yes. a, that was after, that was after a commercial break and they are suddenly running up to this shack where there's all these tools and they say, well, we finally met someone we can trust and they hadn't met anybody yet. So no, they I were talking was, to the guy on the tractor before that. Okay, I think this, you missed this that tractor scene. thing. I yeah, you I, missed that. I must have been passed. It out was for, so quick. <laughs> had and a the, micro stroke and mm-hmm. just missed that one. It was really they're fast. Running, 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 and then they come. They're on the main road or whatever, and they run into the guy on the tractor, and he is on his tractor about ten yards away from his tool shed. His like which, blacksmith, which has an anvil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. She but specifically says it has an anvil. They don't show them like having a conversation at all. It's like a takeaway shot of just like a guy mm-hmm. on a tractor that they're talking to that you don't hear, and then they run over to the shed. So, so it is very mm-hmm. confusing. They get out. They and get, there's a pickup truck. And there is a pickup truck. I don't which, know. Okay. No, the pickup truck is the sheriff's pickup truck, actually. Or I whatever. It. Yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe said during the episode, he was like, God, they're just going full criminal. They stole a pickup truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought they stole that guy, the tractor guy's pickup truck. Well, they were, in my mind, they are like such criminals at this point. Like they're not, because mm-hmm. I didn't know that the, the sheriff was in on it. So I thought he was just a cop. And I thought the guard, she definitely was oh. just a cop. Oh, the sheriff was the guy. The sheriff is the guy. Well, in the helicopter. The sheriff no. was also in the beginning of the episode yeah he was the john for the prostitute no no no, no, no. no. that's no, no. the ugly guy not was the, the sheriff but that guy ended up being a cop yes no, the, no the, that's yeah. right the okay drug the guy? drug guy yeah. the guy that they bought yeah. the drugs from oh, okay. was I a see. cop and he's in the helicopter at the end yes um so they <laughs> the helicopter okay i want to talk about the swimming scene just real quick sure uh, i love when they're running away after they've they've undone their manacle and uh <laughs> I, I don't know. They're running from this guy who keeps yelling like, don't run. I'm going to shoot you. And he never shoots mm-hmm. them. And they get to a river and jump in it and swim away really slowly. 
while this guy is shooting at them, he's a terrible shot. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. uh, can't hit him. The last shot of that is obviously like completely different color. Yeah, it was it's like so a reshoot. From my from my work in film archiving for TV shows specifically, I think what happened was where that shot that was probably in the original episode was ruined or damaged and they had to find an alternate shot. Yeah. That, that wasn't sounds... color corrected uh to put mm. in there. This uh-huh. is the nerdiest fucking thing in the world. I'm sorry. Uh, but, but when this aired, like you were it, like saying, we both noticed it. We both were like, yeah, Oh my God, what it was completely different. But that was like, we, I mean, we were watching bionic woman one time and <laughs> there was like a scene where a satellite floats out of a lake and onto the shore and it's supposed to just be floating, but you can just fully see the cable that's connecting it <laughs> to like a crane. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's insane that they released it while well, you can just see that. And Eric was like on tube televisions when this aired, you would have never been able to see that. So like mm-hmm. a color, shift we can only see it now because we have hd tvs we yeah. would never have been able to see that when we had tube televisions there is definitely a lot of things that we are we're seeing now mm. and hearing that we wouldn't mm. have seen or heard the crunch of those soft beans on a 13 inch tube television <laughs> yeah <laughs> true what else about the um, swimming scene though was there anything else so, like, no i just i love the swimming scene i like that was the funnest part i think i love a chase on foot and i love a car chase I don't love a boat chase no. and I I don't recall loving a helicopter chase but I love this helicopter chase. This was great. Mainly because the one guy put his arm out the window of the helicopter to shoot his gun. So <laughs> With it just revol- like his revolver. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. it just looked like a cartoon that. helicopter with an a human arm. Like it's it, <laughs> I love like that. it would have been in a 30s cartoon like a helicopter like yeah. <laughs> bang 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 bang. bang. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean to me this episode is all everything in this episode is just an excuse for Jennifer's one-shouldered red mm-hmm. evening gown. Mm-hmm. Um, for Clint Riley to be super drunk and fall down the stairs. I'm not mocking alcoholism. It took me a while to figure out that that's why he didn't drink. I just thought maybe he made a personal choice. <laughs> um, and the chase scene where they're just running, running, running in the glamorous clothes, and it just feels like 75% of the episode is them running pretty slowly Mm -hmm. um, away from the sheriff who has a very strange gait, in my opinion. Oh, Oh, he did. Yeah, (laughs) There's something so odd about the way he runs that um, actually when I watched it, so that before doing this, I I rewound it and just kind of watched him running. And Mm. I found it really mesmeric. It's kind of gremlin-y. It was yeah, it was kind of cute and weird, yeah. and I couldn't tell if he was doing that on purpose. But then I thought, oh no, I hope he doesn't have like a hemorrhoid dysplasia or something. Like I don't know, <laughs> like he just has a really weird run, which would explain why he runs slowly and then they're running slowly and they get away and it goes on forever. Mm-hmm. But the helicopter situation is hilarious. And it's terrifying. I actually was legitimately frightened when I was just seeing how low the helicopter's flying. Mm. It's actually doing that, which mm. is scary. And it's practically like ramming the top of the pickup, which I realize is the point of what they're doing. But I just, maybe it's like post Twilight Zone helicopter accident, like the oh, yeah. helicopter accident. Like I just am freaked out 
by helicopter stunts because I'm scared. Uh, I think I might be scared of helicopters. I know I keep talking about things I'm scared of. Dogs on boats. <laughs> Hel- helicopters. helicopters. Yeah, they're scary as fuck. If you put a dog on a helicopter, I don't think I would care. Oh, well, the dog would. What if there was a boat on the helicopter <laughs> and a dog on the boat on the helicopter? <laughs> hmm. Well, maybe we'll find out next week. Jonathan oh. foils the helicopter by yes. spraying yellow paint. Was it paint or, yes. or it's fertilizer? Paint. Oh, it's paint. paint. He's, and he's like, what is, what's in there? And Jennifer's like, I know Spanish. It's yellow paint. Uh-huh. And yellow it was a paint. giant tank in the back of the truck when I was originally like, <laughs> that's explosion juice. They're going to explode if that gets shot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, they're going to explode. They're going to have to like drive the truck off a cliff. It's uh, going to be cool. This is so cool. But it's no, paint. But there was a, there was still a great explosion. Yes. But no, so the, the, he sprays the paint at the helicopter and it goes in the tiny little window that yeah. the guy yeah. was sticking his arm and out of and gets the guy in the eyes <laughs> and and uh, and Acura screams like I'm black and then just starts it just starts yeah, like moving yeah. his yeah. moving the joystick oh or whatever God. he used to control was, the helicopter that was so <laughs> fucking funny yes and then they go over a hill and explode and it explodes as soon as it hits the horizon <laughs> And that's the only murder in the episode, right? No, no. The drug, the the drug u- dealer, ugly drug guy, murdered. was murdered. He falls out of the closet onto Jennifer. Yeah. Oh, what? I don't remember that at all. When they went to the drug apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and Jennifer is like, "Here's how you do cocaine." Yeah. And uh, then a dead guy falls. Dead on guy him? J- falls out of the closet onto Jonathan. Ooh, I don't. I was not paying attention for that scene. I don't know what I was doing. That's weird. Okay, so there was more murder than just these two. Well. What's interesting is that no one that the hearts know gets murdered, which is actually the usual is it's always somebody that they know who gets murdered or threatened. There's a lot of blackmail. So this one has like fake blackmail. Is it blackmail? No, it's extortion. 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 Yeah. So that's the other confusing part. But it was a bluff. When Max, yeah, so at the end, so like you're kind of like, ooh, I sort of understand what's happening. Like they're they're fine now. They escaped whatever they need because they blew up those guys in the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And then when Max explains everything, he's like, um, yeah, so like turns out that was a bluff. They didn't really have his family. They didn't know where they were. They weren't going to really kill his family. Mm-hmm. And it And they've been running this scheme on George for 20 years. George is their captain, their boat captain, right? Is that his name? No, um, his no. name's Clint. Clint. Um, he's saying Max says that it's it's. He's basically saying that it's an old scam, and that's why he huh. figured it out. It's because you pay off the switchboard operator, so that when people try and call home to find out if their family's safe or not, uh, they can't get through. Oh, okay. So, but I wrote down it like Max said they've been pulling the same stunt on George or maybe Clint for two years <laughs> he says two years I, I have to rewatch this scene because in my mind he was saying they were doing this thing to the ship captain they've been doing it for two years but why would he keep going back if they were but he wasn't um that wasn't i happening. have no memory of them saying that i okay. i know yeah, that they said that the switchboard woman had been running the scam for yes for oh uh, what was her name nadia I don't anita know. anita i was very confused about her like role in the episode two because is she with the cartel then she's like yes. part of it but she why yes. is she so scared at the beginning well because she's a mule she's, like she's she's being threatened i'm sure yeah oh she's okay. not a willing participant right okay yeah 
Um, this is going to be a tough one. Confusing. But I'm still confused. <laughs> I think it's time for our one and only segment. Pick, Pick your poke. <laughs> Ellen didn't even join us. I on now, that one. I now, I'm just doing this to make Ellen fall apart. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ellen, you start us off this time. You never start yeah. us off. We have so much gusto for this she's segment. Pick Maria. We already know. She's I know. Pick Maria. Um, Clint Riley. Oh, okay. Really? The ship captain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like okay. in real life, you'd be like, "Yeah, let's do this." Yeah, because in real life, the guy that plays Clint Riley was in The Falcon and the Snowman. Yes. He's also in Risky Business and uh, Airplane. He is in Airplane. There's a uh, lot of Airplane wow. in Heart to Heart. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover. Same yeah. casting agents. Well, same year. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, was this before Romancing the Stone or after? Way before. Way before? Oh, way weird. before. Okay, so Romancing the Stone stole this episode. Totes. <laughs> Totes. Okay. Uh, Who's your poke? Jonathan. Oh, really? Jonathan, smiling Jonathan, and only smiling Jonathan. Honey, if he, show if, him your pearly yeah. whites. I also I like that he was a bottom. So I'm, I'm like <laughs> Jennifer was obviously the oh, top yeah. in this situation. So control. I'm like, okay, he's a bottom. He's cute when he smiles. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Yeah, this uh, this episode was difficult, but I choose the guy in the chain gang who helped them. Nice. Yeah, just purely Aww. out of like physical. But I would have to shave his mustache a little bit. Before. Well, just a trim. Just trim it, yeah, just a little bit. I do like a mustache, but his was like out of control, and probably had a lot of saliva on it. I just I remember a half an hour. It was around the swimming scene. I was like, man, this is not a very fuckable episode. No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> really not. Yeah. And to be fair, like none of them have been. Like it's, no, true. I'm kind of surprised at how. Let, uh, let's be fair. Like I'm looking at the dudes. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will default to Jennifer. If if the dudes aren't doing it, mm-hmm. um, or Jane in the pilot, or but, Maria, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I was expecting a lot more attractive men in this show, and there just aren't. And I don't know why I was expecting that hmm. because I already know that late seventies, early eighties television is not a land of attractive men, mm, unless no. you're really into a specific type. They're styled or a Bakian type. <laughs> like melted leather candle type. Um, but there is a great shot of Jonathan and Jennifer on the boat at the end. And oh, little his shorts. Short oh, shorts. So, okay. Yeah. So we've, look, we've he's talked got about great legs. He does have good legs. We've talked about the dress, the dress and the tuxedo combo for yeah. our, our <laughs> britches and glitches section. Britches and glitches. Uh, mm-hmm. But the shorts that he wears at the end on the boat were the highlight fashion wise for me. Totally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I want some of those shorts. Yeah. Those yeah. were really cute. And they're laying. Uh, is the patterns not, is it like Hawaiian? What is the pattern? It's kind of sailory. I thought it was. It's like stripes maybe. I, it's like uh, black and white. It was like so. an indigo dye kind of. Navy blue. Splotchy thing. Like, like a batik situation? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Um, I liked it. I, um, I, they were cute. They were just a good cut. But that that scene, you're like. It's like a romantic boat scene. They're like, we're on vacation now. We've done everything. We've like murdered those two people. So we're safe. And then they're like lounging, but then they pull the camera out and the boat's just like sitting in the pier. And it looks like it's just not romantic at all. It's like kind of gross looking. It's like, it's like if you were like shooting someone in a convertible with like their, it should be like on a cliffside road in Malibu and their hair should be blowing in the wind. If they were like in a parking garage, and like (laughs) that's the like, 
Oh, I thought that was the point. It's supposed to be funny and yeah, show that they that, that romance is wherever they are. They, and that because it's, oh. it's it's the the moment when you learn that the name of their yacht is, is romance. romance. Well, no, you learn that earlier, right? You, you do, but it's do also you? yeah. It's, it shows they it show it. They on show the boat. it. But, but also, also they the reason they're having their vacation on the dock is that they never want to travel again. Right. Uh, they both say they are going to burn, burn their passports. The passports. Oh, so that they live in Mexico from this moment on for the rest of the series. <laughs> they're now all, Mexican police. Mexico. Uh, so do <laughs> does anyone want to bring up anything before we do ratings? I will bring up that uh, they would be in a lot of trouble with the drug cartel. <laughs> Well, who's gonna who's gonna tell on them? The dead guys? Just like I think the cartel would probably be like know what happened here, <laughs> based on I've my knowledge a, of them. Yeah, I've learned a lot about drug cartels most recently from Ozark. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. So yeah, I, so I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, like I think everybody's. <laughs> it's a network. Somebody's gonna it's, pay. It's not pay like. For it. Just two men operating their own situation on the West Coast in a helicopter. There's like more people involved, I think. Yeah, lots more. <laughs> Who would hear? What do you think? Jonathan what do you think the guy did with the fifty thousand dollars? Because I'm pretty sure the cartel will come looking for that guy to kill him because he hasn't showed up with the fifty thousand dollars. Wasn't he? I'm gonna, gonna guess. Out. I'm gonna guess that that fifty thousand dollars went to wherever it needed to go that night. Anyways, I digress. Um, I'll say one more fashion thing, which is I am surprised nobody's acknowledged that Max was wearing a three-piece white suit. Mm. Oh, Max was so fucking cute in this episode. Max also Mm. was underutilized, though, in the episode. I felt like he got, he had some good, there was some good Max time in the first, like, the first 20 minutes of the episode. like <laughs> If they brought Max along to that drug dealer, I don't think anything would have gone wrong. They would have been fine. That was okay. I did think that too. I was like, you know, you're underutilizing Max. Yeah. All of the trouble that they're getting into would probably be cut in half if Max was along. Yeah. But like he, he just, would have been like, that's cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not worth 50000 Don't answer that phone. You don't <laughs> yeah. live here. Yeah. I didn't even consider cocaine, which is weird because, of course, it's 1979 in Mexico, supposedly, right? But mm. I, for some reason, I was like, uh-oh, heroin. Yeah. Well, Max, I mean, Max, again, solved the actual crime. Like, he, right. he was able to call Riley's family um, and find out all the shit with, the, yeah. with uh, Anita. Did he go to Tijuana? Where did he go? Apparently went to Tijuana. He just... Oh. What was he up to the whole episode? Just he just he knew he knew a lady. That's right. First, oh, yeah. first he was waiting at the hotel. And then he was waiting at the hospital, and then he was waiting back at the hotel. And then he called the cops. He's like, they left, and they sometimes you know like they go on romantic drives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he was back at the hospital. The end. Do you think that that incredibly <laughs> fancy gourmet restaurant that they were at that Didn't had have the best phone. chips and salsa? Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer was just eating chips and salsa in her fancy gown. I that cracked my ass up. Like, I love it. That's she, so funny. She orders a dry martini for Jonathan. <laughs> she does. Yeah, we're in Mexico. Let's oh, try martini. Uh, okay, so should we get to ratings? Uh, I'm yeah. I'm yes. Ready. All right. So uh, zero to five hearts. Heart. Joe, start. You start. Okay, I'm gonna do four hearts on this one because it was wow. so 
fun. It was much more fun than the last episode. We're coming off. <laughs> we're coming off of a, a valley. We're coming off this. a dog. Yeah. So this feels like more of a peak mm-hmm. than it maybe is. But this felt like it had its shit more lined up. Like its ducks were more in a row in terms of like, what is the viewer going to want to watch? You know, like this is so fun. There's a lot of like, just like the romancing the stone thing is just, and the helicopter thing was such a cool ending. Um, yeah, there was a lot. Uh, not as much to like, I did, I had like maybe a quarter of the amount of notes for some reason. Cause I like bad stuff, I think. So I didn't really have as many notes on this one as I did in previous. I episodes. kind of forced myself to take notes this time. I did too. And I just ended up writing down random shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a simple plot, but still a confusing one. Which is what you can, <laughs> what, what I love about heart to heart is how, Convoluted. complex <laughs> not complex because it's not it's not that complex they just explain it in a convoluted way it's like ideally what should i be doing while i'm watching this episode like what in 1979 when this one came out mm-hmm. you should like, be like what was a person doing like taking care of their kids a drink right after your kids went to bed you're having like Mm-hmm. You're, the kids are asleep. Let's right. get wasted. And you don't want to think too hard. Yeah. You're either getting high right. or getting Saturday drunk. Yeah. It's Saturday night. Yeah. It's Saturday night. September 29th, 1979. Uh-huh. And like, I and wonder if they were able to like fully comprehend the episode because I'm paying attention to these episodes and I'm trying my best to like understand the plot. We've So we've, <laughs> I, I've brought this up before, but like we're really used to modern television shows that mm. do ser- like season long story arcs where every last detail of anything is explored, explained yeah, or witnessed on screen. Right. That didn't fucking exist until the nineties. Like no. we, that just didn't, well, it, not in America, like in England it did. It but, was like the writing for these episodes is like to get them into certain circumstances. And it doesn't really matter if it makes sense that much sense or not. It's just like, they need to be like running through the Mexican countryside handcuffed together. Yeah. And that's the dilemma that we need to get them to. So like, let's just write a plot to get to that sort of, that's how it felt. So one heart down for that. Um, to, to just quickly uh, jump onto Eric, your thought about story arcs and like this idea of, of more attention paid to detail and not these, this thread running through. It's like the other thing that didn't exist in 1979 is exactly what we're doing right now. And the internet where people immediately after a show drops, not only could you not watch, you know, binge watch heart to heart, that was not really possible unless you videotaped the entire season and then watched it yourself you know there's just not this this immediate dissection there's not known like quote-unquote easter eggs like there's none of the the accompanying like mass bullshit that goes along now with every single bit of media that's produced so um so there's not going to be like the thing about them being in the African bush and I'm not bringing that up just so that you can relive your very recent disappointment (laughs) with that but Uh it's just like there's not there just isn't that that continuity or that expectation. I mean, mm-hmm. because you would just watch it and good luck if they reran it again, mm-hmm. then maybe you could see it again, but tough shit, everybody. <laughs> if you missed it, you missed it. So they, it's like they were writing these to be like a little, not totally memorable. Then it was like written to be entertaining, but yeah, not. they were to sell products. They were, they were made to sell soap, but they wanted people to tune in. Like they wanted a fan base for sure, yeah. but it was like written 
I don't know, like the way everything's written now is to be super memorable and like sort of traumatizing. I think a lot of times this show would be written to like break the internet as they say. But like you're saying, there's, there was no internet. There was no internet. So So Ellen, uh, want to do your rating? My rating. Yeah. This episode for me, I'm going to give it a, a high rating. Not, and this might not be the best use of the rating scale and you can, you can, chide me if that's the case but for me this is the episode where things really kick off i know you're referring to the pilot and comparing it to the episodes and it's kind of they're kind of coming up short but we're literally only two episodes into the actual show to me them running in evening wear jonathan (laughs) like doing them doing the creepy uh strip tease and the thing you know and starting to develop max as a character like to me this is when it really sets off like it this is it this is the start of the heart to heart that I super, super love where they're just constantly running um, being, or driving and being chased by helicopters, but they're doing it in a tuxedo and a one shoulder red evening gown. Uh, and then they're just making out and making out and whatever. Right. And somebody's super drunk, blah, blah. And so to me, this is just, this is that moment where it turns and it starts to get traction and become what it is for five full seasons and eight, mm-hmm. eight movies. So I, <laughs> We'll give this one for that reason, and that may just be, I don't know if it, if it sentimental is not the right thing. It's just when, like, I'm starting to get real hopped up on it. Um, then, now, and all the time in between, five hearts. Wow. Me. Wow. Five I love hearts. it. I love it. I was wondering if I you love were going to give it a five. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I was starting out with five hearts because Ooh. of... Uh, Clint Riley's fall down the stairs, <laughs> which and he's he's fine, so it's okay. Yeah, that fall is so television spectacular. I love that fall. <laughs> it's great. I love the running and evening wear. That's a great thing. It's a great mm-hmm. look. Uh, I love that they had to swim through a little river. I don't know why I'm so fucking focused on the swimming thing, but I am. Like because just, it was so mm-hmm. fun and adventurous. Yes, it's like it mm-hmm. it. it it went from just a chase to an adventure Yeah, when they jumped in the water. Um, the exploding helicopter was hilarious. The helicopter with a human arm that <laughs> held a gun was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I can't give it five hearts because freeway was not no in freeway. this episode. There was yeah. no freeway in Dog the episode. Dog-based rating system. So mm-hmm. I am going to have to give this four hearts, mm. which mm. still... That's brings us to high score <laughs> 13 hearts, which is heart like attack. the strongest heart attack we've had yet. Yeah. This is definitely like we're, we're up and we're back in the game that's and like I'm a, really, really into this. That's episode. like an EKG blast. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I I'm so, again, I am so excited to watch the next episode. Yeah, this is like a, it resuscitated us yeah. into being more excited about the series. I have we were... fond memories now of the second episode. Uh, just because, Me too. Yeah. Just because how cute. Um, at this point, I feel like we've been on three really good dates. And oh, wow. I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait to see them again. Well, being the dubious version, I feel like we've Aww. like made made eye contact across a room once, and it made <laughs> my heart like flutter a little bit. But yeah. that's it. Well, uh, may I say, <laughs> as the devoted lover, <laughs> Eric, you're the diehard romantic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's my name now. The diehard romantic. <laughs> that works for me. Yeah. Uh, that's, well, that's our episode. Or the dog heart romantic, the since d- you base all of your ratings <laughs> on the dog. Uh, but that was our episode. This was, a, this was a good one. I really enjoyed it. I'm super excited about the next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ellen, do you have memories of the next one? This The ne- next week's episode is one that made me really uncomfortable as a kid because I kind of didn't, I didn't really understand it at first. And when you hear me read the description, you'll maybe start realizing where some of the gaps were in um, my childhood experience. (laughs) I I just didn't like it. And, uh, and one of the reasons is that even as a kid, I was profoundly disinterested in um, other kids on television Unless oh, they no. were doing something like escaping from Witch Mountain. Oh, so, okay. Um, get ready. Next Ooh. week, uh, originally airing on October 6th, 1979, episode three of season one of Heart to Heart is Jonathan Hart Jr. Oh, no. A young boy shows up at the Hart's Gate in the middle of the night, claiming to be Jonathan Hart Jr. The child proves to be the unwitting pawn in his biological father's criminal plot. Hmm. Um, I have very low hopes for that episode. Yeah. Honestly, I don't like children either. So uh, kids, <laughs> kids ruin everything. I mean, if that kid gets shot in the head, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if Freeway eats the kid, yeah. I'm down. Freeway instantly goes or for if the Freeway jugular. at least bites the kid because Freeway's a really good judge of character. Yeah. Well, maybe it's an opportunity to ask some questions like, I mean, the hearts are childless and are the hearts childless because it's a riff on Nick and Nora or on Tommy and Tuppence. Although Nick and Nora, like I said, in the movies, they eventually have a kid, which just ruins everything. I mean, it's an interesting thing is it's like they don't have kids. Jennifer is a career woman. Mm -hmm. Jonathan is a businessman. Right, yeah. like it's kind of like they have Max. Is that why mm-hmm. I love this so much? Like they, that so. is like my my ideal life is is travel. Oh, you want to have a partner that you love and a dog? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boom, ideal. And Wake hello, up. Wake living up. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, Thanks, follow, everybody. Follow us on Twitter. It was Murder Pod. <laughs> Also on Instagram, it was MurderPod. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to put stuff up there, mm-hmm. mostly just stills from heart to heart. But mm-hmm. soon we'll get more creative because we're creative people. And <laughs> thanks for listening. Night Freeway. Good night, Freeway. <laughs> <laughs>